First and foremost, God bless. This is the Better Than Before podcast. This is your host, Cool Davis, and this is episode 11. I'm sitting down with BMC Travi. Shout out to him. He's one of the most wavy artists in the city. More full of swag, and, and he's doing a lot of big things right now. Uh, we, we had a conversation a couple months ago. I uh, had it in the archive, and, and, and now we're going to release it. Tune in. God bless. You know, you don't never really want to be too on, and your your folks is like they all at a cool temperature. So. Facts. I'm that guy. I won't get drunk if I'm out with a bunch of people that I know is gonna get drunk. I stand in the back. Like, all right, we all good. Yeah. You can go ahead and turn up. Same just make I, sure we. I are. never get. I just get enough where it's like a little nice buzz, and I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I never get uh too too on. I had like maybe two or three moments, um, and I was like, oh yeah, we can't have those moments. Right. Like, right. We can't do that. So. See, I just smoke. <laughs> Smoker, bros. I'd rather smoke anywho. It's my own thing. Which um yeah no nah, I was asking um I had peeped that that feature joint you was giving me a little you know yeah, yeah, backstory yeah. on it. Oh yeah, it was a freestyle, bro. Yeah. Uh, like my grandmom died like three days before that. I just was chilling in the crib and this motherfucker hit me. He was like, "Yo, come to the studio." Yeah. I'm like, "All right, I'm coming." I went over there. I heard the joint. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got something for." It. I thought I had something. I looked at my phone. I was like. Nah, I'm gonna give it to him raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna just give it to him straight from here, yeah. straight from the sternum. And then I was just like, all right, I went in there, did my little couple takes, and I was sure. like, all right, how y'all, what y'all think? Like, yeah. This time. Like, you sure? Because yeah. I didn't, like, you know. Right. I am my worst critic. Like, I give it to myself on that. Like, I'd be like, nah, that's shit garbage. But everybody'd be like, nah, I like it. Yeah, no, nah, that's a great writer. That just means you want your, your stuff to be even more. A little perfectionist, uh, yeah. totally. You have to. You have to. I think some are great to, or, or just like that. Mm-hmm. And how did that affect you with your, uh, with you losing your grandma? Obviously, you know what I mean. You you went uh, in on that joint. So. Push me, yeah. for real, for real. Yeah. That shit made me want to go hard. Like, okay. I done promised her a few things, so she got to see it from up there from now. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Come like on. I walk around with her all day too. That's real. I don't leave without her. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I um I lost my mom three. It's going on three. Well, it's three years now. Yeah, sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, and uh, that's one thing. I actually don't have it on me right now today, right. but I keep her uh, ring. Uh, it was unexpected, but mm-hmm. she had, like, a ring on when she was um, there. And I think my brother, he actually has the other ring. She had, like, two rings on. Right. Um, so I took that ring, and I put that joint, and I wear that around my neck. Mm-hmm. Just like just like you said, there's some things that uh, I made promises to her about. Right, right. That, uh, I'm trying to make sure I carry out. And there's some things that uh, I remember she wanted me to do, so I'm trying to carry those those missions exactly, out. Yeah, exactly. So I always like to, uh, when somebody has somebody that's close to them or that's something like a, a grandma, a mom, something that's that's real close. Right. Uh, when it comes to them, I always want to know, like, what changed on you or, or how right. they move you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just started putting my foot on the gas for real, for real, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I walk around with my prayer, as you've seen. Sure. I call that a prayer because she would pray for me. like For sure. You know how grandmoms are, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anywhere, anytime. <laughs> like, she's a prayer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that just made me want to put my foot on my motherfucker's necks. Excuse my language. No, no, you you know what I mean? It's uh, a free speaking space. Definitely though. talk your shit, it's man. It's a free speaking space. Because I'm definitely going to talk my shit. Let's believe that. Oh, all right, well, to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all going to hear that throughout the whole time, too. I say say nothing a lot. A lot of people don't hey. know where the fuck I got it from. That's a, uh, a London thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, when they out there, that's their little slang. 
Say I figured nothing. I'd bring it over here. Hey. That motherfucker saying say nothing. Be different. Ain't nothing wrong with being different. You know what I mean? Sometimes we all want to be like everybody else. Be different. Nah. <laughs> be I be different. having to tell my kids that shit. Yeah. Like, you better not be trying to be like them. You better be you. My, before my daughter go to school every day, look, you be different. Yeah. You don't be like them. If they cutting up, you sit there and be quiet. For sure. You read For your sure. books. You sit there and work on your math if that's the case because... I can't be having you acting out when your teacher texting me. That's, that's tough. That's you tough. know what I mean? Yeah, I give my daughter the same speech. Uh, you know, like, don't think like everybody else. You can't. M- move different. You can't. Because, uh, you know, I think a lot of people get in trouble. They, they think of what everybody else thinks. And they're allowing them to change their thought process to do what everybody else Right, thinks. right. So, I be, like, real anal on her like that. Like, if I see a moment, I'm like, yo, like. Facts. Yo, what's up? Why are you thinking like, like that? Like Straight up, that's how I be. Yo, what's wrong with you? You yeah. good? Yeah. You talk about it. What's going on? Yeah, let's talk you know about I mean? it. So I can get you to break down, and then I, you know, I break it down for like, you know, right. I, hey, I ain't mad. I'm disappointed in certain thing, but I ain't mad. Like, yo, all right, let's talk about this because right. I need you to know, like, to think this way is gonna lead you in some trouble. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like dangerous trouble or right. you know, uh, trouble with anything with the law. Just right, simple right, things right. of like bad decisions that could put right, you in right. bad si- situations as far as uh, you know it could be financial life. or anything mm-hmm. yeah, just in life anything. in general anything. so uh, I make sure I try to give her those type of conversations and just just have those type of talks all we the time bro we, we the, uh, we the shapers come on yeah man. life we the, the shapers. fathers yeah bro. we the shapers especially when it comes I mean, to these daughters man cause this new generation <laughs> gonna be different talk like it's already it. different right now yeah, so like we have to mold the generation after that Mm-hmm. And that's all I've been thinking about. Like, I, I understand we like right here, right now, but like in twenty years, like, yeah. what is your generation gonna be like? And how can I raise you to be an outlier in that entire generation? You, you dig what you. I'm saying? No, I'm with you. Um, cause, and I also think for our generation, you know, uh, the generation before us was a little wild, but our generation opened this can of like wildness, right? And now the generation behind or coming up, right? It's like. It's on a whole on different level. We be like, whoa, yo, I wasn't doing nothing like that. But, you know, I mean, that's how it goes. Like, when you open up some things, like, uh, if you think about uh, Uncle Luke back in the day was mm-hmm. like that that generation before us. And then ours was more like ju- juvenile back that ass up generation right. time. Right. So now theirs is like, I don't even know who to solidify there. I, th- I just think there's a super like, wh- I won't say why. Oh, it's wild. I'm not even going to hold it. It's wild. To a degree, um, but I just think we gotta shape it, shape them the right way. You know who I give that to, Lil Wayne, for sure. Lil Wayne molded and shaped a lot of people of this generation, bro. He did. Like as a nine year old, fifteen year old artist, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was the future. You know what I mean? I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, yo, to think about it, like Birdman put Lil Wayne in a position to where. He can do nothing but floors, but change a whole generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not going to write nothing. We're going to have other people like Gilly the King. Right. He's Gilly the King now. Right, right. He's going to write some shit for him. And after he disappeared, we went to somebody else. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, and he passed that down to Drake and all of them. For sure. And I realized that most artists really have ghostwriters and they. So, what would you, know you what I mean? want? Uh, what would you want to give to that next generation? Uh, Hope. Yeah. Because, uh, it's a lot of bullshit going around right sure. now, and a lot of people dying of overdoses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, Talk about it. come on, man! I got kids. I don't want my. I don't want to wake up one day. My son, twenty three, died of an overdose on lean or pills or anything like that. Like, nah, yeah, I gotta give him hope on on some changes. Like, you know what I mean? Or even worse, uh, you know, the suicide rate 
between like ten year olds and fourteen year olds is like at an all time high. I don't ever want to deal with something no. like that. You know what I mean? Well. It's a scary thing because uh, they're so young and they're thinking that when it's like you haven't right. ever really lived life yet. Right. Um, so now it's like with them, like even uh, with your son, like we we try to have conversations. Like it's pop talk doing. You know what I mean? When it's popping, around, I try to rap with him too, just right, to right. let let him know, like yo, it the love's here. That's what they need. Yeah. They need a bunch of love and a lot of male figures in their lives. That's what uh, has been disappearing lately. Not even lately. That's what disappeared since the 60s because mm-hmm. it was nothing but families. Like, you know what Correct. I mean? Black man held the house down. Mom sure. did it. Everything around the house while dad wanted to go make the bread. You know what I mean? Now it's just like, where is the father? Like, you know what I mean? Now it's a lot of black single fathers, right. black single mothers. That's toxic for a kid. You know what I mean? And that also... And I think... uh. Oh, I think we we well on the show. I think we always mention it, but um, we also had that time too where our parents was coming in and it was like you weren't really allowed to express what you were feeling. Right. Um, so it was certain things you would want to say, but you had to hold it because you just. I wouldn't even say it was more of them. It was it might even be more that they never taught us how to. It's funny because actually, me and Cool was having this conversation the other day about uh, something. And I was just saying like with like my brother, like I love my brother. Right. Uh, but. If you ask me, when's the last time? It probably was around the time my mother died that I told him, like, just told him I love him. Right. Um, I never really was taught how to express that. And you got a brother, too. Yeah. So you could, uh, Two of them. Yeah, you can confirm that or not. But for me, I was never taught how to express those things to my brother. Right, right. So sometimes I struggle. Like, I remember coming up, my mom, you tell your brother you love him type thing. But, like, right, right, right. as we got, like, 15 and moving up, my mom may never be like, oh, before you leave it was never nothing for so as we get older like we know it without saying it but sometimes you know having those moments it's not a uh an easy thing i would say going into it right um, and it was it's just the culture of the time you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what i pin it to i respect the culture of the time mm-hmm. right i embrace it but the culture at this time yeah when you raising your kids, you got to allow them to feel how they feel. Yeah, right. They got to learn how to deal with their emotions. They don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? I remember so many times where my son would be, you know, expressing some things where back in the day, our parents be like, who the fuck is you talking to? Right. You don't talk to me like that. Right. But my thing and what I talk to my wife about is like, yo, let him get it out. Yeah. He don't really know what he's feeling. Yeah. Just let him put it out. And let's get to the root of the problem first. Right. Once we get to the root of the problem, then it's like, okay, all right, I, I know exactly what the problem is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with that. But also, let me work on your delivery with that now. Right. Let me right. let me cater to you on that because you shouldn't talk to your parents that way. Exactly. It's not cool how you delivered that to us, yeah. right. but... The fact that you delivered it to us, we want to always give you that floor, 100%. and then we can always double back and, and work on the delivery right. and, and teach you how to the best way to handle it. You right. know what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. When when you try to raise your kid in 2020, mm-hmm. how they raised us in '87, yeah, that's not. Gonna it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it's not going to work. There's mm-hmm. less information now. A lot less. Information. We got way more information now. We got uh, great examples, I think, to uh, show them, like, yo, here are the information I'm trying to present to you. Um, and then I just think, uh, I think black culture's always been strong, right? Mm-hmm. But I think 
black culture right now is at an all-time high of like the strength of it. Right. I right. think when you look at it, like I think we've shown a lot. Like it's hard to explain because I feel like we we express it now and we don't hold it. Right. We don't hold right. it back, and I feel yeah. like we expressed a little bit of it back then, but it was always like controlled. Like you're not mm-hmm. allowed to say this, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think the media wouldn't allow you to get it out. Right. Uh, and obviously, with the slavery and everything, they, you know, they controlled it. But right. now it's like, nah, I'm out here. I'm letting you know this is how we feel. This is right. what it is. Uh, I'm not letting you slide with anything. I don't agree with this. I'm not being quiet with it. We got a uh, our artists too. When you right. look at it, you got the artists speaking on it. Like when we have right. these situations with like cops killing certain people, they're not quiet about it. I think right. in the past you may have a couple that may speak on it. I but, think we've reached a Tupac version of I mean, I'm kick, I'm kicking in the back door. I yeah, picked it. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. talking about. That interview where yeah. he was explaining like we've been knocking at the door singing hymns. And now yeah. we at the point that we're all right. I'm picking a lock, kicking in the door with the Glock. I'm shooting whoever I want. You know what I mean to get what I need. Hey, don't worry if you don't know. I'm gonna put it in right here. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I do that. Mm-hmm. I think I think I definitely think we are at that time. So. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny that you brought that topic up. Yeah. You know, we're in an era where we feel as though no one can control the narrative about black culture and things like that. Right. A lot of things are controlled by just people, people yeah. with opinions, you know what 100%. I mean? But right. when you talk about, like, the information being distributed and how we um, get a hold of the information, mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell? All right. This joint was cutting up. This joint was cutting up. It threw me off for a second. But when we talk about the information being distributed, um, what do people say when they want you to fact check? Like, like if you talking about sports, if you talking about history, what do people say? Like to prove they're they're right. Google Google it. You know what I'm saying? So, but if everybody's saying Google it to prove their their facts, then it's one. Company, one organization controlling yeah. the information. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and, sad, and that's dangerous, you know what I mean? The sad part about that, a lot of that ain't even right. So I always tell people, if you're going to look up anything, go read a book. Because yeah. if you you want to tell a secret, put that motherfucker in a book. Because people don't really read no more, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, and I'm not comparing it exactly like that, but it's just my, my thought. Mm-hmm. I think Google's just as much as what, what we teach in the, not we, but what they teach in the education system. Right, you right. Know, uh, Christopher Columbus found America. Mm-hmm. Like Google's that. If you look, Google's going to give you that same old book information. Yeah, mm-hmm. just trying to keep it up. But I think, I think you hit it on the nail. You got to go in these books and mm-hmm. you got to read. These books will tell you a lot more because these books are, it's a lot of books out here that they cannot control, that they cannot stop, and they're not going to read every book to be like, exactly. oh, yeah, we can't have this out here. Exactly. The only thing I think they do is just the level of pop- popularity on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I might Emotion. speak too much on this book so they don't go looking in it. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the books is it. The books mm-hmm. is it. But I think when I say that uh, black culture is on a, a high time, I think they're willing to go that far now. I think they're very voices, like even with the uh, things like the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. That's a voices group. They're interrupting, you know, different stuff in the media to make sure, like, yo, look, you're not gonna listen to me. I'm gonna make you listen to me. Exactly. So uh, for those things, I'm 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 happy and excited for what the future holds for you know the next generation because I think it'll be on an even a more level. Um, and like he like he said, you know, to give the young bucks hope, yeah. you know, where I become hopeless is. Like, the way you say, 
you know, that's a good thing. Right. And, and it is ultimately a good thing. For sure. But the flip side to it is when the agenda isn't what benefits us. us. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when when the other side, when they push in their narrative, because yeah. they have the opportunity to push their narrative, All too. And when mm-hmm. we look at our timeline, our timeline is just a fraction yeah. of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, like, when the other side, when they look at their timeline, it's almost like just a bunch of people agreeing with each other. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. That's the biggest thing I'm afraid of. I don't want my my kids to get comfortable in a environment where everybody agrees Please. with you. No. Right. You have to have those naysayers because I don't know. I feel like when people naysay me, bro, I just like to prove wrong, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like even in a sense of information, I ain't about to argue with you. I'm gonna just show you something. And it's not even just naysayers, right? It's more so just. A difference of opinion. So, right. like, you might come over, right, and, and you might, you know, uh, express some family issues right. to me. You might, right. yo, I'm going through some things, man. My lady tripping, whoop, whoop. You know what I mean? You're going down the list, right? Right. And, and, and I'm your homie, and I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying, and I'm like, all right, I'm taking it in. Most homies are like, oh, man, fuck that bitch. Don't worry about it. Do yeah, your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, though, yeah. me, right. he can attest. I'm going to listen to what you say and be like, all right, well, how did you contribute to that situation? Exactly. Like, you could have did this and this better. Right. Oh, but she did this. Nah, nigga. I'm not talking about what she She did. did. You can't control what she do. Exactly. You You can can control control what you you do. do. Exactly. And what you do, it's so powerful. As men, we don't even realize how powerful our decision, our decision to do something is. Oh, yeah. uh, Bro. Man, I I tell... um, I tell my daughter the same thing, not in the same terms. I use woman, but I tell Ke- I tell tell Keyshawn all the time. Like the only thing you have that the only thing you can keep that's right. yours is your word. Right. What you speak, what you do, that's the only thing you got. Your word is the only thing. And I tell my daughter the same thing. Uh, but for a guy, and no, and I'm not you know dismissing a woman like because right, I'm right. not a woman. It's hard for me to explain it even more for women. But Thanks. for a guy, like that's it. You could you could call me whatever type of name you want. Mm-hmm. You could tell whatever story you got. But the only thing I could do is I could look you dead in your face and tell you what I'm going to, and then be about what I spoke on. Exactly. So your word is everything. So you're 100 on that. Okay. Yeah. Words aren't just words though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whatever mm-hmm. you speak, you shall receive. Come you know on. what I mean? I be trying to tell my daughter that because she be screaming out the word hate a lot. Yeah. You gotta take that out your vocab. Yeah. That's not even it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we don't use that word. We don't use the word don't, know and hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't. We don't use that neither. Yeah. I can't do that. You a lie. You can be everything, not anything. That's dope. You know what I mean? Because I read, uh, what is that, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You okay. know what I mean? And as the in, a, in that book, I don't know if you've read that. Have you read it? I uh, no, I haven't. It. I haven't. Okay. I've heard of it, but I haven't got, got okay, into well, it. Okay, well, in that book, the Rich Dad, he was a... Uh, he was uneducated, okay. yet he knew a lot, or he knew a little about a lot, right. which in return made him open a business and pay the people that knew a lot about a little. Mm. You know what I mean? And the poor dad was a guy that went to college and knew a lot about one thing, in yeah. which he's in return, he started working for a warehouse and he was struggling paycheck to paycheck. Mm. You know what I mean? And I took from that, like, all right, I can be everything. You know right. what I mean? Like, if somebody tell me that 
I can't fucking move a mountain with my mind. Shit, right. who do you to tell me that I can't do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shit, give me some time. Give me 10 years. They say it take 10,000 hours to be a master at something. Right. Shit, give me 10,000 hours. I bet you I'll probably be able to do it. Stop playing with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to incorporate that with my kids. I tell my kids that. Like, those are not your words in your vocabulary, bro. That's dope. Yeah, I tell you know her. And, and, you know, you might have gave me a couple more to add in that. I tell her can't don't exist for us. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, she, when she was little, she used to say can't a lot. And I'd be like. Can't don't exist, baby. Like it don't. that's not what it is. Um, I try to give my daughter, and I I, I think uh, we all do here, but I try to give my daughter like real moments and just real conversation to right. uh, understand some some things, so she understand where I'm I'm pushing to with her. Uh, and I always tell her like, yo, you know, I don't want you to depend on a man. Right. I don't want to make her hard to a point that no man can actually yeah, deal baby. with her. Yeah. But yeah. I need for the fact that I know what she's gonna run into with some of these guys out here. Did not feel like she got a she need them stern but vulnerable. Yes. I, I, I remember you know a couple of friends that I I knew that I haven't spoke to in years, but a couple of friends that I was close with, like they would have this moment where they're like, it's almost like the guy knew he had him on a leash, and then like, it was like a almost a weak moment. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that they were trying to be weak, but it was just that they were so emotional, emotionally invested to that person that like they they couldn't think of what not having that person would be. Right, and I always said like. I was in that. I was in that before. Yeah, and I've definitely been there myself. I won't even hold you. I've been there myself. But uh, from my experience, and then just seeing those things, I was like, "Yo, if I have a daughter, I'm gonna make sure she understands. She never, Mm -hmm. ever gotta feel like she need that person. Mm -hmm. If she need to do it, she do it. So you know, when she get a certain age, I'm gonna teach her how to change her oil. Right now, you know, when we go to car wash, mm-hmm. I help her, but I let her do most of like on the passenger side in the back, back mm-hmm. of the seat too. I let her do a lot of the cleaning in there, like, yep. and I just sit down and wash. And I'm like, okay, you missed the spot. All right, this is how you do it because I don't want her to feel like, yo, all right, I don't know. Like three months, I need to get my oil checked. Right. I don't. I don't know how to clean my car a certain way or what to put on the car. Nah, you gonna have all that, baby. Right. Uh, and then I'm, I push the education. You gonna get this education too. That's you know the main thing. For sure. That is the main For thing. For sure. I'm not raising a dumb child. Facts. Facts. We can't. That's the future. <laughs> we can't. 100%. You know what I mean? And I just wanted her to uh, see and experience things that I did. So, like, if mm. I can get her at, like, 18, she out in California. 19, you know, she might move to New York. See it. You know, uh, 20 and up, she's traveling other places. Like, if I could get her to see the world a little different, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that because it'd be like, all right, yeah, live now. Oh, you, for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah now you'd be like, Dad, I'm, I'm building a family. I'd be like, cool, right. that's cool. You you done seen this place and this place. Yeah, I want the world you, make yeah. you see everything different. I want to travel to uh, different places she lived. I don't want her to be like, here, you know, I did a little travel. I ain't doing nothing. And, and you know, nothing. man, when, when you were just talking about, you know, what you want from your daughter, man, sure. I was just sitting here thinking. About everything you said. Yeah. And really thinking about, like, what purpose God has for women. You know what I mean? Right. And when I talk about, um, you know, my relationship with my wife, a lot of times, a lot of times it's like her accepting the short end of the stick for so long. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so many times where it was like, you know... I was fucking up. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't on my on my shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. But it was like one day something clicked mm-hmm. where it's just like I'm better than before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the same dude I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when when we say we don't want our daughters to be reliant on a man, it's like maybe that's 
the purpose. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the purpose of a, a woman. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe... I'm not. I'm not sure. We need a woman on here to kind of have that conversation. Yeah, but right, right. maybe it's a woman's job to be, you know, somewhat dependent on a man, and and him realize like, you know, damn, like she's counting on me. Right. I gotta be a better man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not sure, man. I gotta get a woman on that topic. What if it's? What if it's more so of? Women should be more so independent and not relying on a man, but having a man as a plus. Well, I and think have the man see it from that point of view, like, oh, she really don't need me, so I have to show my ass for her. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think with the independent thing, it's, it's more so, um, like, if a woman is just solely independent, yeah. mm-hmm. like, a man don't see, like... He don't really got nothing to offer. Right. He don't really see the value in himself. Right. But when his woman is counting on him in like, a certain way, it gives you a different it, drive. It, yeah, it gives you a different drive. Different. Yeah, it hit different. I, 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 and when you let your woman down, like we don't talk about this enough, but like as a man, when you let your woman down yeah. and, and she go into her spaz mode and she's mm-hmm. hurt and mm-hmm. and you just see the impact your actions had on her. Right. Yeah. Like when you love her and you care about her. It has a great impact on your yeah. spirit. You're yeah. like, damn, different. man, I, I can't really, I can't really do that. Right, right. Yeah, that I, shit hit different. Yeah, that shit hit hard too. Yeah, and it, but it hit different for sure. You but, know what I mean? But the moments, you know, they rely. They, they're like, those moments are dependent on a woman being vulnerable and not so much independent on her own will. Like it's almost for like. Sure. Right, that's the. Part I give of you the keys I'm, to the car. Yeah. Drive the car. Stern I'm in the passenger side. Stern yeah, but I, vulnerable. Yeah, oh yeah. and I think I, mean? uh, I think even if you're independent, uh, I think you still have those moments. Right. I, I think you you still give that because I think ultimately you have to get that. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you want a family, you want to settle down for good. Right. That's part of it because she has to give up this certain level, and you got to give up a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? For y'all to take it to that next level. Right. So I think you ultimately get that. I think if a, if a woman, and I hate speaking for I don't want to speak for a woman. So I'm not speaking for a woman. I'm going to put that out there. But if if she is independent and it don't feel like that, I think she's still trying to learn the level of being independent. Right. For me, it's just more so like, I think you weed out the bullshitters. Right. Yeah, that's so. So for me, it's more so. And as men, we know the bullshit. So that's what I, you know, I know what we're saying when we say, "Oh, we want our daughters to be independent," but we don't want them to be so independent that they like, "Nigga, I don't need no." And see, I don't need nobody because we all need somebody. Oh yeah, And for me, I plan on when I feel like she's at a comfortable age to have that that other side of the conversation, right? About being able to be a partner. About you know being able to give a part of you to somebody and know when it's the right time, and mm-hmm. just some of the things you may feel and experience of that. Now I can only give you so much, but it's just as a man I can give you. So that's information you can use to use. Like oh okay, I see certain things that he don't realize that I see. Oh, okay, he feeling me, and I, I think we on the same page. But I need to make sure that I get you past these little bullshitters because. One, I don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, I, I am when it comes to her. Save me, baby. Yeah, don't, don't, you know what I mean? Don't make me catch your body, baby girl. Please. Sad ass uh, part about that, bro. Reason why this is a good thing that you're teaching your daughter how to like change your oil and yeah, tires and stuff yeah. like that. A lot of men don't know that nowadays, bro. Yeah, and that's, that's the a, fucked up part it's about scary it. Scary when I when I hear that. Yo. 
I'm gonna keep it a being. I don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> and it's not, it's not, but it's not. Handyman over here. It's not. Yeah, like, yeah my boy right came in. Son. Yeah, he's like, nigga, I just got done fucking yeah, with my tires. Nah, but I had to through trial and error. I end up learning, you know, the uh, tire part. I end up learning like because I got tired of going to the shop all the time. Like, yeah, sometimes. Cheaper. I don't want to go to the shop. I'm like, yo, I'm just save my own. So let me jump in and, and change my own oil. I, I learned so many things, but it, it was so I could be able to give those those little little information. Nigga, um, I had an '88 Chevy Celebrity. I put an alternator in that myself. On, I put a starter in that myself, on, bro. Only thing I paid for was a steering column because I ain't know how to dig Dude, that motherfucking yeah. steering wheel. Yeah. Once I learned, once I YouTube it, I said, oh yeah, yeah, I'm never paying for this again. Yeah. That was like three hundred dollars. You know, I yeah. could use that for to put aside for her education later on, on down man. the line. You yeah. know. It's information that, that you can pass to them But uh, our generation I think a lot of us don't know how to do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you When it come to, like when I get a crib I'm be doing a whole lot, a lot of Like when I get a house I shouldn't say crib Like I ain't got a crib But when I get a house Because I want to eventually have a house Yeah I'm gonna be doing a whole lot of learning Because it's a lot that I I wasn't taught at the time Bear you know witness it's a lot Yeah A yeah. lot brother Come on man It's a lot me and my brother be having a conversation now because he actually got a home. And he's like, yeah. it's stuff that my dad know that, like, now he like, yo, I'm going to have dad come through. And my dad come over there, I'm going to go over there, too. Uh-huh, you know, that's, that's they know everything. Person. Yeah, and for a lot you of our, our upbringing, we were in apartments. Mm-hmm. So we started in a house when we first was little, but then we ended up moving to apartments. And after that, it's been apartment and apartment. So for she most of my life, it wasn't no handiwork. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then my, my brother got a crib. You know, certain stuff was like painting, like we did it, but it was like my pops would give us little little tips and tricks, and uh-huh. it was like, damn, I, you know, if I do this now, I would have been like, yo, dad, teach me this, teach me that, uh-huh. teach me how to do uh-huh. this with the crib and that. So like when I got up there, it's like, I'm cool, I don't need, I don't need nobody coming here, and, you know what I mean, renovate my junk, I, I, renovate I do it myself. myself, yeah. yeah but the beautiful part with it now is that we have stuff like YouTube. Uh, I think at like Lowe's and um, graduate of YouTube University, Come brother. On, man. <laughs> same here, same here. Yeah, YouTube is crazy. <laughs> it is. Like, it is. Graduate it is. YouTube University. It is, and, and that's kind of one of the big yeah. things we got to teach our kids. Hey, you got all this. Like you got all these tools at hand. It's accessible. Yeah, exactly. Extremely accessible. Yeah. Pull your phone up. So if you don't know something, it's because you ain't putting the work in. Oh, yeah. You ain't put the time in to learn exactly. it. Exactly. I think that's their challenge too, because like for them. YouTube's like it is super easy to get mad information on, but they only be looking at it for like the stuff they like. Right. So now they be like, right. yo, I don't know how to do this. You be like, yo, did you like, pull that Google up on YouTube? It. Yeah, YouTube. Look, it. Let me show yeah. you here on YouTube. Facts. This is how you do this. Nigga, that's how I learned how to put an alternator Come in. Come on, man. I ain't never know. I ain't never know how to change it, uh, turn off a serp- serpentine belt or none of that shit until YouTube. That's how I came with my like, um, changing the oil and resetting the uh, dashboard and all that. Mm-hmm. I had to go to YouTube because it wasn't like the, the older cars, you could just pull it from like right out the, the bottom or top or whatever. Yeah. One year older than me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, and, that and shit my, was built to And light. my pops told me that. He's like, yeah, you know, back in the day, all you had to do was stick your hand in there pull it out. Straight up. I was up. like, oh, no, nah, it ain't like Straight that. Up. You know, now you got to lift the car up. And it's a lot of electrical shit. Yeah, too. watch electrical parts. Go, and they do it so that you go to these shops. Sensors and yeah. shit. Yeah. So you got to pay them to do it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I got a Chevy Malibu. For me to change a headlight, I got to take the whole front. Oh, yeah, yeah, front, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. to change the light. They do that, so I have to go that to the shop. That ain't that bad, though. It's not, but when you're like, when it's like a, a random day, and it's like a nice it sunny day, you're like, yeah. damn, my light went out. Shh. 
Damn, nigga, I don't feel like I, taking care of I don't want to take, shit. like, three, four hours just to... Nigga, I'm light-skinned. I was in the sun for three hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it don't matter. Sure. Brother, look, I had sunburn and everything. For sure. As long as I could drive, I was cool. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was like, look, for sure. that shit going to go away. But you had them days where you just don't really want to have to go out and do it. Uh, obviously, I've done it, so, right. you know I mean? The good thing right. is, like, when I really need to do it, I could do it. But the bad thing is, like... When I'm like, damn, I don't want to do this. I don't this feel shit. like it. I gotta go spend like a hundred something just to get a head headlight put in. Adulting one on one. Come on, man. Doing shit you don't want to do. God <laughs> bless. Fucking God time. bless, man. Come on. <laughs> on top of everything else, I'm trying to do it. Exactly. And be the father, man. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's tough out here. It's tough. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that's that's the thing. It's gonna be that challenge just doing the YouTube thing. Right. They do. I see them now. I'll be seeing a lot of them. I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, yo, you ain't really take time to look you into sure it. You sure didn't. So uh that's what I take from it. Come on. So we didn't necessarily do this. I just I just pressed record because y'all niggas oh, started getting fault. in your bag. John three six and go ahead talk to me. <laughs> y'all niggas start getting in your bag. So nah, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna keep the conversation the, going. The we'll get back to it. So first and foremost, man, I want to thank you for for being on the podcast. Yeah, appreciate you, you know for what having saying? me, man. Like, it definitely uh, means a lot, especially at this point, because we just building it up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just dropped the eighth episode yesterday or the day before. Yeah. So it, it's definitely important, man, um, to to have you on here. You yeah. know what I mean? Appreciate especially yeah, your, your uh, position in the culture. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Appreciate saying? You. In, in the bird. We don't really value each other like we, we should. Yeah. Right. So I just every time I get somebody on here who's doing their thing, I gotta make sure I give them they roses while we here. Yeah, sure. Appreciate you, brother. You know what I mean, you know. Um, so you just dropped the project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about the project a little bit. Uh, pretty much. Uh, that project was. Uh, I work so hard at music, bro. Yeah. Like I have so much content stuck in my phone that no one has heard. Yeah. And a lot of it is YouTube beats, but I'm. This is my 2020 thing. That's the last thing for YouTube beats. I'm going to give it all to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? For free. Yeah. Now, I mean, I didn't buy it. I got a producer who makes my beats now. That's where the EP came from in October on okay. my birthday. Um, but this tape right here is a mashup of uh, all the feelings I had throughout the years. Yeah. It's, a lot of it is old. So you're going to catch the old me and you're going to hear the growth. Like You know what I mean? Like the first track, that's new. Okay. So that's the growth out of it. The rest of it. You're going to hear you're just going to be like, all right, I can see where he started at. You know what I mean? And his delivery wasn't really there, but it's it's a process. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going through his process. I'm showing everybody my process. It's pretty much what it is. And can't win for losing coming up with that. Um, I go through a lot. You know what I mean? I've been through – I'm on probation now for the last two years until April, right. hopefully. They don't fucking pull nothing else up. You know how that go. But we're not going to speak that into existence. That shit going to pass out, and we're going to be all right. But can't win for losing. Like, I felt like I couldn't win because all I kept doing was losing. And then I started manifesting everything and speaking everything into the universe. And now everything's coming full fold. Like, you know what I mean? So I was going to ask you, uh, you know, when you um, tell people you do music, like, what's what's your type of... uh, I don't want to say style because it sounds like getting. What, what's your your energy that you bring? Like, what type of uh, music energy you bring? Um, if that makes sense, I know what you mean. What's the I vibe? Bring, what's I the bring, vibe? I, I, I bring me. You know what I mean? Okay. I bring me to the table. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring 
Migos. I don't want to bring okay. Two Chains or anybody else. I want to yeah. bring me to the table. I want people to feel who I am, mm-hmm. what I've been through, mm-hmm. and how you can get past it if you're going through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I pretty much try to bring me to the table. And I don't like the uh, fabricating shit because that's what's going on a lot. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Mumble, not mumble rap, but yeah, I don't no. want to call it that because, you know, they say all the woke people yeah. is coming at the mumble rappers. Uh, Everybody's woke when you want a little realness, period. You know what I mean? I definitely like what you said, like what you're saying. Who are you? Yeah. Who am I? Who are you? I am Travi. I started off as Lino, who became Travi Lavelle, okay. in return became BMC Travi, which is a man that has been through a lot, has been a father since he was 19, um, took on his daughter when she was one by himself. It's uh, a lot to it. I can break it down, but shit. That's, break it down. That's, that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we can break it down then. All right, so um, you say, you say, right, the old you yeah. and the new you. Mm-hmm. Who Describe the old you. All right, the old me was a hard-headed little motherfucker that felt like he can control the world yeah. without really understanding the world. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had to dig into myself. I had to go down a rabbit hole yeah. in order to realize how ugly everything was. Yeah. In order for me to make everything pretty in my eyes, mm-hmm. that's me. Yeah. So, and what, and what was that transition like for you from from the old you to the new you? Like, what was that one moment that you had that you was like, "Damn, like this this made me who I am." Um, my daughter was like five, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. My daughter was five. I bumped my head a lot in between the time from when she was born up until then, yeah. and. Up until then, it was just like my son was being born when she was five, and that hit me like, mm. all right, this is who you are because at the end of the day, if I'm not going to be a father, who the fuck am I going to be? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? How can I contribute to this world in the future, not right now, but for the future in order to make the world a greater, a greater place? Right. And what better way to do that than with my children? Like, you know what I mean? So that was my breaking point. Like, looking at my daughter on her first day of school, and I'm just like, all right, this is who you are. This is who you have to be because you have to be strong for her. And she's looking at you, and she's looking up to you. And since she's looking up to you, you can't show her no fuck shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can't you be, be no fuck boy. You yeah. got to be a hundred. You got to show her, like, all right, like you're saying, sure. be independent, but in the same sense, be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. But don't be too vulnerable to the point to where you're not yeah. independent. For sure. You dig what I'm saying? Sure. So, you and I'm working on that with my son. That's all you got when you come to your kids. The kids is the most pure thing. It's the only thing that they see for who you are, whether you you know the world sees you as bad, uh, and they don't judge you. As long as you give them you, they don't judge you. You know, I think a lot of uh, fellas or even women, I won't even put it that way, because I'm I'm like I tell you now. Uh, Excuse me. One, I'm pro black. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm all about men mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like we get. This certain shadow look like this look like we don't do enough or we mm-hmm. don't do this and there are some of us that and we're breaking do our backs yeah and it'd be a lot breaking of like, backs. good fellas out here so I I stand strong on trying to make sure that you look at that opposite picture too before you paint the, the statistic picture the exactly. statistic picture the fathers aren't there that's exactly not, I don't feel like that is going into 2020 hell no it's oh. a lot of single black fathers that's there right now sure. and I'm I'm fucking I love it like I love it bro like, I, I, I love the we can sit down and, and it's a guys as guys and we can have conversations discuss being fathers. these things yeah cause I don't I feel like in the past not for us but in the past of our parents and maybe the generation before that 
it wasn't a lot of that happening. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't sitting around like, man, yo, look, I love being a dad, and this is what it is. Or I tell my son this and that. It's like, oh, you know, Willie should have. I, I told Willie he needed to go over there and check his son out and, and, mm-hmm. and see him. He's doing a lot of good things. Nah, my boy. It ain't that now in 2020. So that's why I stand strong on, like, speaking for all of us. Community building, yeah, bro. Yeah, man, come on. Like culture man. building. Community I feel building. like in my, in my radius, yeah. like, I only know good fathers. Same here. Right. I mean, it, right. it's certain fathers who are, are going through certain trials and tribulations. tribulations. Uh, but for the most part, yeah. the majority of the men I know are mm-hmm. good fathers. Mm-hmm. And if it's okay to talk about it, like, ahead, you 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 in a relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I I did make the comment on your on your page, you know, when you posted you and your and your queen. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, beautiful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God bless. Like, yeah. how did you get to that point? Like, how do you how do you how do you stand as a man for them at at this moment in time? Being being the best version of yourself for the entire family or just just, just the core. Okay. Um. Shit, I went through a lot, bro. With women, I'm a light skinned pretty decent looking guy. I'm not gonna say I'm the best looking guy, hey, but man, listen, you can you can claim you know in Harrisburg, you, yeah. we you know how women are. But I've known her for like eleven years, bro. And I wasn't with her for eleven years, but I've known her for eleven years, and it's been on and off. And, like, me going through what I was going through before, prior to me and her relationship, it uh, it built a wall. But in the same sense, I'm like, all right, I got to stop being, a, like, a like a guy and pull this wall down so that I can make her happy. Because in return, her being happy is what's going to make me happy. And if she's happy and we happy and the kids are happy, then what do you want to call that? A sunshine, right? Oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? So, no, 100%. It's a reason they say happy wife, happy life. I say happy spouse, happy house. Oh, mm-hmm. no, but but I'm just speaking specifically to happy wife, happy yeah, life sure. as men being servants to our family. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Making sure every every move we make aligns with the family. You I, have to I, be. I completely understand because it is Happy, happy spouse, happy house. Exactly. At the end of the day, sure. but I feel like the man has to take leadership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to be a king ways. and a servant yeah. in the same sense. And like, I can, um, I can relate to the having to put the wall part down. Because mm-hmm. for me, a lot of my lessons, actually, being cool. Uh, the great thing about our friendship, we talk a lot about you know where I was, right, where I'm at, and where right. I'm trying to go. Exactly. Um, so you know, I mean, he always keep me just in fresh and re refresh when I feel like maybe I'm not, you know, what I mean, freshen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I can I can talk to that because I think a lot of times us as men, what women don't understand, mm-hmm. I, I personally feel like women don't understand is like uh, when we get hurt or we we feel like you broken that whatever that wall. Yeah, it we close it up, we close it up a lot, so it becomes now harder for me to express because again exactly. you know how society always made it it was that I'm not I'm not really allowed to show you these emotions what, right. what they tell us when we was younger man up yeah exactly what, yeah. define man exactly. up come on so like I'm be quiet barrier, don't though. express yeah. what you feel for sure hell no put that wall yeah. up in a relationship is about vulnerability but uh, being stern in the same yeah. sense so, yeah well, you know what I mean like all right, I'm going to be vulnerable to you because you are mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the rest of the world, like, they get this stern-ass motherfucker yeah. that they see. You know what I mean? But you, I have to open completely yeah. up with. And yeah. and that's the thing. Like, as men, I always I always direct men to this book called The Way of the Superior Man. Mm. Who's that by? Because now I want to read it. I'm not even sure exactly who it's by. And I should know. 
Uh, but I actually have the book upstairs so I can get that information for you. Mm-hmm. But this book helped me out so much. You yeah. know what I mean? Just as far as like looking at certain situations in, in our rela- in me and my wife's relationship. My brother let me read that. I've read that book. Yeah. I've read that book. Yeah. So, so your man. The, the, like women have always dealt with a bunch of niggas that don't really care about them. And, sure. Like they don't had, you know, fucked up relationships in the past and it's up to a man to unlock that feminine divinity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Righteousness. And, and when you're doing your thing yeah. and you're serving your woman and you're doing, like, what you, not necessarily what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. But you're doing, you're walking in your purpose. You're mm-hmm. walking in your gift. Because mm-hmm. your lady might feel like, yo, you need to be doing this. Yeah. But if, you're, if your soul is telling you to go left mm-hmm. and everybody's telling you to go right, mm-hmm. if you go right, you lose her respect and you're not going to break through that wall. Right. You're not going to open that feminine divinity up and let it shine. Right. You have to walk in your purpose. You have to go left. Right. Go against the grain. And when you do that, it's like... It, it, I mean, like, y- your lady starts to gr- glow. <laughs> she grows and she glows. And, man, like, me and, me, and my, uh, me and my wife, we've been together 14 years. We only been married a couple months now. Right. But it's like... I say about a good year and a half, two years. Like yeah. she's been like glowing at a at a level unimaginable. I'm like, damn, I've been with you this long, You're and I never it. like, I never realized how beautiful you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, it, I, I mean, like I've never seen you in this light before. So right, it's like every day I wake up, I look at her like I look at Rihanna or mm-hmm. Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm, or one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? One of the girls I mm-hmm. on Instagram, I see, I'm like, damn, she bad as fuck, uh-huh. but. It's a deeper connection because I know who she yeah. is. Mm. I know where we came from yeah. and I know yeah. where we at now. Exactly. And and if y'all fellas ain't never read that book, y'all need to read, read that. that you know what yeah. I mean? Take right. ownership yeah. of not only your relationship, but but in the book it describes well, in the book it says the way you treat your woman is the way you treat the world. Mm-hmm. It's factual. And, and once I started treating my woman right. Treat, well, treating my wife right, treating my daughter right, treating my nieces and my sisters mm-hmm. the highest level mm-hmm. I could possibly treat them. Right. It's like my world changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not the same dude. Right. You know what I mean? When I walk in a the room, they like, it's a different energy. It's a right. different vibe. You right. know what I mean? But uh, it's important. Man. The way to superior man. Check that right. out. Not sure. only do you disappoint your woman if you go right, though, you lose yourself. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't want to yeah. lose yourself. Because you can make day. everybody else happy. Exactly, but you, you once you're not making yourself happy, how are you going to make anybody else happy? Oh. TD Jake says, the "There's nothing worse than than a distracted, than a distracted woman and a discouraged man." Mm. Mm. That's some powerful ass. Because a, right. a man ain't gonna talk about it. A man gonna keep quiet. Right. Yeah. He he gonna have sex with you. Yeah. He gonna you know do whatever he gotta do. He gonna Just go like, through the motions yeah. with the fan, but right. he's gonna suffer in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the distracted woman is not gonna be able to pinpoint like, yo, what's going on? Like yeah. like you you seem cool, but I, I don't well, know if I should trust that. Yeah, it was wrong. The vibe don't seem cool. Exactly. You seem cool, the vibe don't. For what's sure. going on? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say the fellas, man, uh, just be more open to having those moments, even right. if you ain't with a partner. I think uh, our biggest challenge is just sometimes, like you know, you might put yourself out there and then mm-hmm. you get burnt. 
Right. And when you get burnt in this situation, you tend to let let that be like like you said. We we hot, we hold in. Eh? Mm-hmm. If I got a wound, I ain't gonna tell you I got a wound. Facts. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it back until I get it back healed. And then I'm gonna come back out mm-hmm. and do what I do. Nah, man, sorry to let that be known. I got a wound. You know what I'm saying? But like right. I said, that's just how we was raised. That's oh, yeah, how yeah. that's how we was brought up. You For know sure. What I mean? And I think we by us uh, expressing and, and having these conversations, mm-hmm. we make that that change for that ne- the next group. You know, it's okay to uh, put yourself out to the that you're a good dude. And if you you do get burnt in this situation, right? It's cool, bro. Next, move on. That was a lesson for you right. to get out of that. You didn't um, lose them; they lost you, man. At like, the end of the day, I, I always. Uh, I always say we always had this in conversation, but I always say um, I, I remember I heard Tyler Perry say on one of his plays like mm-hmm. uh, people are seasonal, mm-hmm. meaning that some people come in your life, they only meant to be here for, for that season, yeah, for a short period of time. Meaning they would come here to teach you something, right? And then they were supposed to go, but us as people, we tend to hold on to that. We want to continue to to make this right. situation my fault. We want to continue to make this situation. Uh, a lot more longer than it's supposed to be. Right, right. You right. only supposed to be here for like that month for me to learn whatever it was that the guy right. sent you here for. So, Facts. yeah, uh, learn the people seasonal. That was my problem as when I was younger was reading signs, bro. And as I got older, I want to say when I got like twenty three, yeah. I started reading. I like accepted the fact that I couldn't read signs yeah. from people. So I was like, all right, since I'm gonna accept it, now I have to start to see it. And from then on, it's just been like, as soon as something hit me in the face, I'd be like, okay, you hit me in the face. I'm not going to hit you back. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to counter, yeah. not with a punch, but with an action that is positive on my end, and sure. which will make you regret hit me in the fucking first place. You yeah, know what see, I mean? And, and and that's something um, I'm I'm learning now to not, not be so much as go back for revenge. Right. Uh, right. Before it was like, I see signs, but I, I'm hard-headed. Yeah. I ain't really listen to it. You like to bump uh, your head sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Then after I start seeing the sign, now it's like, oh, okay, as I get older, I see the signs, mm-hmm. I peep it. Mm-hmm. But now uh, after that, I ran into a stage of like, I ain't necessarily want to feel that again. Right, um, right. And, and uh, I, I'll give Cool his props. Uh, he's one person that have uh, definitely like kind of made sure that I, yo, it's, it's cool. It's cool to have that. Bro, mm-hmm. you, you ain't got to respond. Sometimes like right, right. it could be a negative energy in the room. Right. It's okay to like take whatever that negative energy they're giving and just t- change it. Right, right, right. And not necessarily have to. I'm always been one of like, if we go to war, I'm gonna go to war. So mm-hmm. if you come in here like you're trying to go to war with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna attack it like I'm trying to go to war with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just conversation with him helped me be like, yo, you know what? I don't even need to go to war for right. for. Let me just so like know, meditation. How, yeah, for what it is. And how you warm. feeling today? Well, <laughs> why you feel like this today? So right. and a lot of times. You know, we not going to war. Right. It's just bad energy or, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, preconceived notions. Yep. yep. Oh, such and such don't really fuck with me like that. Right, right. Nah, like, that. that's why I keep my energy right. Yeah. Just because you don't fuck with me, that don't mean I don't fuck with you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't. I, I mean, you know, I might not fuck with you sure. in the sense of... You know, having a relationship with you, but mm-hmm. like I don't have anything against you. Like, right. I don't, I don't. We don't share the same environment. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't wake ho- up thinking about you. Ho- yeah. Ho- 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 <laughs> yeah, you don't exist in my world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so wake up thinking about other stuff. It's not, it's not that deep. Hove got a line. He said, uh, "What do you say? If it wasn't for these pictures, they wouldn't see me at all." Mm-hmm. Like, that's how my life has been for for a little while. So when I see certain people. It's like, man, like, you know, it, if the vibe is off, 
It's like I do what I could do to counter counter that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As you should. Sometimes uh, silence is the best oh, way to uh, react to a lot of things. I be telling my girl that she's Puerto Rican and she has no filter. <laughs> so like when something happens to her she feels like she has to express it and For I sure. look at her like she'll know when she gotta be quiet cause I look at her without blinking like yo you don't even need to react to that you're bringing in energy energy into our world yeah. in return like I'm gonna suffer from this as well as you are like if you're sad I'm gonna be fucked up like yeah. I like how can I make you happy like you know what I mean like how can I turn this frown into a smile and you're allowing other people to bring that frown to you you shouldn't and, and you gotta look too that uh, some people do, they, they, they thrive on that they thrive on making motherfuckers miserable yeah. so yeah. sometimes you vibe. gotta be energy like yeah. energy drainers because when That's you kill the vibe like you do stand out yeah. you right. do stand out but it's not for a positive so thing nah. you know what I'm saying but some people because they be so into their trying to kill the vibe that mm-hmm. they be looking for that reaction out of that one person right they don't care how they change the whole room atmosphere facts so facts. Yeah, um, I've had conversations with people I'm close with in the past. Like, yo, mm-hmm. don't don't get this energy. Like, people looking for you to get that energy. Just, Facts, just Facts. Yo, all right, let them let them have that moment and just walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I hundred percent agree with you saying on that. Yeah, see it for what it is and move on. Hey, that's you, all, bro. You have, to. you have to. I say that every day. I'd be like, shit, I'm mad as hell. No, I'm not. Why are you mad? Yeah. I don't know. Shit, you shouldn't be. Honestly, that situation happened for a reason. We'll figure it out later on. Let's move forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I do have a moment that I feel mad, I'll, I'll let it uh, express to myself. I let it. I let it happen, and then I'll be like, "All right, um, cool. It is what it is." But you know, when I come out, uh, I still show love, and I, I've said this on uh, shows before, where like it may be somebody I don't even like. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, little homie, I'm not. I'm not coming with the negative. Yo, listen, how you doing? That's right. just me as a man being right, a man. Right, you can't right. say nothing negative because out of respect, I came to you like a man to just say, "Yo, how you don't have a good day and kept it moving." And we don't, we don't bang. Hate that. They yeah, hate that. They do. They, they do. want you to be mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and some people it. feel like some. I think sometimes uh, we as people get too caught in on what's being real. Right. Because you dislike somebody doesn't necessarily mean you gotta come in here. You gotta say everything. <laughs> you gotta be a fucking asshole. Yeah, right. yo, you simply, hey, bro, what's going on? How you doing? You you in the atmosphere where it's a, a, a public place and everybody's around. Yo, how you doing? Hey, yo, have a good day and just keep it moving. Right. That's not fake. That's not corny. That's just being a man to me. Right. That's just like, yo, all right, look, you know I don't fuck with you. Right. I know I don't fuck with you. Right. We ain't really got to have that conversation because we both have the understanding. I'm not crossing your lines of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And you ain't crossing my line of disrespect. So, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it moving and, and just keep it moving. Right. Uh, I think that's a lot of times where we run into a lot of a lot of people don't know how to do that. And, you know, even in relationships, man, like people have these moments of, um, you know, your, your girl catch a quick attitude and, and she, she yeah. you know, say something to you in, in a certain tone mm-hmm. that... Isn't cool, but right. it's just natural. Like she might be going through having a bad day, mm-hmm. so she might just be a little irritated, and her tone be a little off. And yeah. you know, us being like men, yeah. we can naturally be like, "Man, who the fuck is you talking to?" <laughs> or, or, or even vice versa. You know what I mean? Like you, you might be having a bad day, right? And, right. And, and, and your lady asks you to do something, and you be like. Not right now. You might say it might be real short, but she be like, "Nigga, who you talking, talking to?" Facts. I just won't do that. We ain't gonna go. Yeah, but, but the thing is, right? You don't necessarily need to, 
you don't necessarily need to go back and forth with that per- with with your your spouse. It's like, all yeah, right, yeah. like, cool. That was a moment. We don't need right. to carry mm-hmm. that into the next moment and, and have a fucked up day or have facts. a fucked up week. It was a, it was a moment. Yeah, facts. we weren't at our best this moment. And, and, right. and cool. Think, and that's that's why I say I think sometimes as us as people we get too caught on trying to be real. And mm-hmm. it ain't real trying to be real. real being real simply just being yourself. Being so real it, with yourself. Yeah. You got to look at the guy Some in the things mirror. is meant to like, yo, okay, let's have that conversation. And some things is like, yo, all right, this ain't the time for the place. Right. We're going to have and that. And being real with yourself is like identifying the bullshit. Yeah. So like sometimes, if, you know, if you're late, if my lady says something to me, sometimes I got to feel it in my spirit. Like, mm-hmm. all right. All right. Because where I come from, if you... If you say something in a certain tone, mm-hmm. it's time. It, it's time to go back. Yeah, it's time to go time. back and forth. Exactly. I can't just let you talk to me any old type of way. Right. So it's like, all right, identify my bullshit. Okay, my my lady, I, she might just been having a bad day. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even worry about it. I don't need to go back and forth with her. I need to stay consistent. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know. In relationships in general, yeah. oh such and such did this to me. All right, well I need to I need to bounce back. Yeah. I need to I need to fuck them up in some type of way. Yeah. Right? Like nah, my G, you good? Yeah, nah, like because because you did something like the, what you did is a reflection of you. Right? Right? I don't need like I don't need to. Respond with the action that in the long run is going to hurt me. Yeah, because you're going to be fighting with karma at the end of the day. I'm going to be hurting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, when women be like, um, what, like when, when women be out here wild in these streets and they get checked and they like, they be like, uh, well, men do it all the time. Yeah. That ain't no fucking excuse. Right, right, right. That's but, all that Because you, you, you inflicting wounds on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think you never should get into anything of because somebody else. And I, that's been that's one a of my shitty excuse. Because this that person is. did it. When women use that, I say, well, y'all shouldn't do it because y'all are way better than us. Men are trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm still in that. Yeah. That's a good I'm still in that. Yeah. Y'all shouldn't do it. Men are trash. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's horrible. Like you said, you're hurting yourself when you get in there like somebody did something to you and you need to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Do it back for that. And that's something I'm trying to, for my own self, trying to get out of. Uh, because for me, it's always been like, if you say a certain tone, right? like I said, you you telling me you're going against me, and then it's like, I got to put that, that mode on. Like, all right, right, we can take it there. Then. I'm going to go all the way, whatever level I need to go, because you're pushing me right. to that point to say, like, we at war, you know. Yeah. You come to a... a, a a, a lion's cage and you make him feel like you're trying to threaten him. Oh yeah, yeah, he gonna. You're he gonna getting be at that. You that. You're, yeah, you're getting, getting that, that full energy. piece of that lion. Like he's not coming back, coming short. He's coming like, oh, all right, right. cool. This is what I, I'm, I live you for. This. You can like, change that though. Yeah, yeah. like the 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 amount of energy that goes through the hands mm. with a handshake. Yeah, a loving handshake, telling somebody yo have a blessed day and walk off, even yeah. if they pissed off. That'll change everybody's attitude. Because the energy comes out of your hands and your feet. Hey, it's you know funny because I mean? it's like a lot <laughs> sure. of times I'm just like, God bless. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love that when he says that shit. Yeah. I'd be like. like it, it, fits, <laughs> it fits everything. But, you know, really, man, when I was in a bad space in my life, it was just like, God bless. God yeah. bless everything. Any, anytime, like, somebody talking about, like, if somebody talking about somebody else, like, oh, such and such on some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Whoop-de-whoop. Like, God bless. Mm-hmm. Like, like, completely change the the direction of the conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and it's funny because people be like, "Man, uh, God bless," in my cool Davis voice. 
Uh, I'm like, listen, I ain't saying nothing grandma wasn't saying. Right. It's right. just now, it's just now I understand why grandma no, was saying it. it. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Big yeah. shout out to grandma. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to grandma. All grandma. For sure. Yeah, for <laughs> shout sure. out to every last grandma. For sure, because they've all, they've all said it somewhere in there. Uh huh. <laughs> Something. Whatever. God bless your heart. Yeah. God bless God, your soul. Hey, come, yeah. on, come, on. come on now. Come on now. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, man. That exchange of, uh, Energy though, gotta change everybody's perspective on everything. Yeah, like, like if you was talking about like you got the crystals, you burn the sage. Get into that a little bit. Come okay, on, med- meditation. Yeah, let's let's talk about the energy. Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to get into. I, I said this on the show before. I'm trying to get into meditation. I'm trying to find a, a, another another source of, of just bringing energy. Good. You trying to learn about it though. That's the question. I'm trying to conquer that that inner peace with it. That a lot of people you speak to. Uh, so I'm trying to do my homework. I'm still freshly learning. I don't really have it all down yet. So okay. I'm going to put that out there. But uh, a lot of people I speak to that, that deal with a lot of that, they got like a real, it's just this peace. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I need I need a little bit of that. Self-happiness, yeah. you know? I need my manager to be down here so so I can really be in uh, meditation mode. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people think meditation, you sitting in a room by yourself, quiet. quiet. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I really... Like Anything. meditation is just about being fully present Listen. and identifying it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, um, like for the most part of my day, I find myself being fully present. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just me having this conversation, being fully aware right. of what y'all saying, right. listening to what y'all saying, yeah. breaking it down, responding to it. Right. Um, but when I am, when when I'm adjusting the. When I'm adjusting the camera and moving it out the way, I'm mm-hmm. not fully present in that moment. Right, I'm not right, engaged right. in this right here. You're engaged. Right. So I'm not having yeah, a yeah. meditation-like moment. You right. know what I'm saying? Like when you drive it, a lot of people they um when you drive, a lot of people like let their subconscious mind take the wheel. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They're thinking about their work day. They're thinking about issues at home. Everything they're thinking else. about bills they gotta pay. Like really, when you drive it, like. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Feel the steering wheel. Yeah. Feel, feel your ass in the seat. Feel yeah. your feet on the ground, right. like in the, on, on the floor of the car. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're in the car with somebody, look over. See who riding with you. Notice right. notice what color shirt they got yeah. on. Right, yeah. Notice If you're riding with a lady, notice her makeup. Yeah. Right. A lot of people can't focus, though, because they don't know how to uh, work on their breathing. Oh, you man. know what I mean? Because yeah. that's why, like, I don't know if you ever noticed, like, people be like, oh, you upset? Take a deep breath. Yeah, form yeah. of meditation when you're meditating they're going to tell you you got to focus on your breathing in through your nose out through your mouth yeah. deeply and and feel the air hit your lungs like yeah. you have to feel every ounce of yourself doing exactly what you're doing like he's saying yeah, yeah. focus on your surroundings be present in that moment and just breathe now for me uh, some of my moments of uh, where I do meditation is like I put music on I light a candle Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a candle for, guy too. For me, candle it keeps me a, like a, a super calm. And then I put like certain type of uh, vibe music on, like mm-hmm. artists, um, and I'll just like you said, be present in that moment. Right. Um, I'm not really thinking about too much. I'm just you know relax. I can feel relaxed. What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Pisces. You're a Pisces. Yeah. So your water sign. Yeah. So my best bet, my uh, my best advice to you is go sit next to a creek. Okay. Nothing else. Don't hear no music. Yeah, yeah. Don't hear nothing. 
Listen I, to the I, creek. I will say when it, like the days of the rain, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like I'm Call cool. Me. Yeah, I'm cool Call with no, no TV or nothing on. Like, yeah. I just let the rain come. Like I listen to it and on it. So I definitely, I'm definitely gonna take your advice on that one. You know why I say a creek though? Why? The cool thing about creeks are they're in two places at one time, mm. and not only that, you only see one piece of water one time in its lifetime. Mm. Only way you'll see if you throw a rock in the ocean, yeah. nobody probably won't see that rock for another million or three million years. Right? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> bars, <laughs> bars, nigga. Like, fuck y'all, niggas, blue. man. This nigga traffic came through with the bars. I'm like, oh yeah, man. It was a quick, quick information moment right you know there. I mean? you know, but I'm just right. saying though, like that's the cool thing about water, like the noise yeah. of it. Like if you listen to it, it talks to you. Like okay. you know, what I'm saying, like I'm a Libra. I'm okay. nowhere near a right, fucking right, right. water sign, right, right. but. I'm a, I will sit next to a creek in a second, yeah. and it'll, I'll meditate. I'll close my eyes. I'll breathe. And once I hear that water, that shit start talking to me. It'd be like, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to slow this down about yourself. You got to speed this up about yourself. But most importantly, make yourself happy. Okay. And that's what I hear creeks. That's what I hear what they say. That's what they say to me, at least. I don't okay. know if they say to anyone else. No, I'm, I'm a definitely you know, I can only my, speak for myself. 2020, I'm out here to experience. You know? I I'm promise you, next time I'm at a creek, I'm, I'm definitely going to be like, damn, nigga. Yeah. Like, nigga. I'm thinking about all this. I'm going to take a moment. going to look at the that. water be like, I ain't going to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to see you again. Yeah. 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 And you're in two spots at the same time, which is the top of a mountain and then the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what? That actually... That actually brings me some peace because when when I'm out and about mm-hmm. moving through, I always think about like the people that's passing me by. Mm-hmm. I think when I'm in public, I think how I'm fully present in the moment is right. like w- watching the people that's passing me by mm-hmm. and wonder, damn, am I ever going to see them again? Are, are they going through some things right. like they might fuck around and die tomorrow? Shit, I might fuck Facts. around and die tomorrow. God Facts. bless. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, Facts. like, be fully present. Be thankful. Find something that you admire about somebody. Like, mm-hmm. somebody might have a dope-ass jacket on. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, that jacket fucking fire, nigga. Mm-hmm. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I might not say it to him, but that's just kind of the shit I be thinking in public. Right. And when you was talking about the deep breaths, like, being in a public place, a lot of people kind of, like, fall back. Like, they, they'll be mad distant. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do with the breathing. Right. Like, once you start taking deep breaths and, like, Slows start... everything down. Yeah, lifting up mm-hmm. yeah, your vibration, then mm-hmm. the whole room starts to notice you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's an energy thing. They don't even... Most people don't even realize, like, energy. Like, we talk about it, but... energy is everything. Everything. And we don't even realize it, like, right. how, how deep All it goes. It's just, like, one of them things. It's like, you just feel it. You know right. what I mean? So, when people be like, no feelings... Mm-hmm. I'm like y'all That's niggas, a damn lie. Is, y'all niggas is insane. It's a damn damn lie. Lie. Nah, Music is is complete emotion. A complete. <laughs> you may not be. You may not be completely in into the earth right now, but, but your vibrations are beating the same of the oh, earth. The, heart, the earth has a heartbeat. The yeah. sun is creating that heartbeat. <laughs> That's why when people say like how flowers are, we are all plants for real. Mm. We are all flowers. All we mm. have to do is take some time out to go sit, uh, sit in the sun mm-hmm. and intake water. Mm. And we'll grow. That's gonna be the name of this still. podcast. We are all flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, though, yeah, we're all right. flowers. You know what I mean? Like we all use photosynthesis at one point in our life. Like sure. you know what I mean? Like I'll I'll sit in the sun and sun gaze. That's mm. my shit. I sit in the sun and sun gaze. Let that motherfucker close my eyes, stare at the sun. Let it hit my pe- uh, penal gland. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my thing. And that opens up a lot for you as well. You start to see things for what they are. You know what I mean? And that's a part of the meditation as well. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if you sit there for five minutes a day, you'll start to see everything yeah. from a different view. Yeah. Like, Drake's views joint. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm with you. everything, you're just like, oh, shit. Now, I how- didn't see I wouldn't have noticed that before. But right. now, like, you know what I mean? Like, now I notice it. Oh, shit. And then you'll start to focus on everything else. Like, how that's long have you been uh, in the process of, of meditation? Since I was 23. Oh. <laughs> like, real shit. Since I was 23. And that's when I started my uh, rabbit hole digging. That's mm-hmm. what I call it. Digging down in a rabbit hole and noticing everything was ugly for me to see everything beautiful. And I had to I had to see if it would have was. You know what I mean? I stopped watching TV for real. I don't really consume TV. For sure. You uh, know what I mean? It's very rare you catch that's me just the, That's the monster in the living room. You know what I mean? I ain't going to lie. I, I've been watching more TV than, than I have lately. Right. But it's because my wife likes to watch Netflix or something like that. So right. it's kind of... I use it like a relationship yeah, but thing. See, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that's even... A, even with that is a little different. Like... Cause like for me, I, don't, I I might watch a couple joints on Netflix and uh, you know what I mean different mm-hmm. TV shows like that. But I try to make sure I don't watch too much live TV and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that uh, bullshit. I don't watch any live TV. Yeah, that's that bullshit. I'd be wanting to be at the bar though. Like, mm-hmm. listen, I used to work night shift. Mm-hmm. I used to go in at like eight o'clock, work like fourteen hours a day. Bro, to be at the bar mm-hmm. yeah. watching the game is with it, some wings and a beer. It's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, and and oh the moments God. is great. Oh, yeah. God bless. No, no God bless. No <laughs> <laughs> moments is great. God bless, my guy. Like, listen. Yeah. Straight up, though. Listen, no, I'm with you ain't on nothing better than that. That's different, though. That's, I think that, that you need those moments right there. I'm at yeah. my family holiday Everybody party. Everybody needs those moments. Yeah. I'm at my family holiday party. I'm like floating on thin air. Like, I'm like, I'm out here like, oh. <laughs> I'm like living my best life. I'm like, dog, this moment ain't never going to happen again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like enjoying every moment of it. Like, oh See, my god! Life and death is in the power of the tongue. He just told that himself that that shit wasn't gonna happen again, <laughs> and now it's not. If he tell himself now and rebuttal and be like, yeah, that shit gonna happen. Again. I'll see it next year. But no, I don't mean. I don't mean like. It's like the family party's not going to happen. Yeah. The holiday party's the not going to happen again. The moment I was in, yeah. feeling with what, what I felt at the age I was, at the time I was, yeah, yeah. that specific moment, I'm never, I'm, we're, we'll never experience that again. Right, but right, right. We will experience, yeah, you know, the family being together, yeah, yeah. eating good food, sure. having For great sure. conversation, sure. having great drink, yeah, yeah. having great smoke. Hey, talk to me about that, you know. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't even blow like that, but listen, we gonna have it. Uh-huh. We gonna have it. Uh huh. That's a good day right there. Ain't nothing like being around family and happiness and everybody all happy at the same time. And, and they sure. vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you blow, go ahead, blow. You might not be able to blow in the crib, but just right. step outside. Take come it back out back, in. come back in and laugh with us. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and Because yeah, I mean, you about to be the silliest motherfucker in here. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. So and, that, go ahead. and that's my favorite time about uh, like summer and fall. Because mm-hmm. it's like, nigga, I had a fire pit out back. Oh, Niggas could be out back. Being like, the, the, right the, the smokers can be out back mm-hmm. chilling. Being mm-hmm. very, very cool in a vibe. It's not like, oh, you got to go outside to smoke because we don't necessarily do that. It's right, like, right. nah, I want to be outside. Right. I want to be outside enjoying the fire pit, blowing. Right. 
being surrounded by the fire pit. I mean, that's right. where we come from, oh, like right. our civilization before right. all this shit was the way it is right. now. Peace pipes and bonfires, brother. <laughs> Look, I'm already with you. <laughs> I'm already with you. But, hey, uh... Cool, delete this shit right here. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he told I got, hey, look, you man, make I gotta make a memo in yeah. the in the drone when I'm listening back. But I will be doing like some events this year. Yeah, where we we around the the, the, the right, bonfire. Yeah. It'd be like an intimate drone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Might even broadcast that drone live, but creating yeah. a vibe and man, like just kind of building that, allowing us to build that fan base up one at a time. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm gonna be back with my music shit. I'm gonna be back with my music shit, y'all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Get ready, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who the fuck on there, but. Right. I I did it, though. Personally, on some um, promote myself, I would be around people. Like, it was a point where I sold weed. So, motherfuckers would get my car to buy the weed. Mm. And when they hop in, I'll be blasting myself. They're like, oh, that shit fire? Who the fuck is that? I'll be like, that's me. they be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got that a lot. I'll be like, yo. Nigga, that's that really me, is nigga. me, though. Don't get the game twisted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. they be like, oh, bro, I'm going to start following you now. I'm going to start downloading everything. All right, bet. Appreciate you. You know what I mean? Because people want to see the person, uh, like, see the person personally. Like, how Beanie, Beanie Seagull said it best. Like, he traveled the country to get himself known because people want to see the artist personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, what a better way to promote yourself rather than personally. Like, all right, you sitting in the car with me. I'm going to play some shit. Yeah. They'd be like, play the slappers. I play myself. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't know. Whoever the fuck BMC Travi is. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you know, when we, talk, when we talk about the moments, though, creating the moments, like... That's that's what I see the live performances as now. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. I do a show, mm-hmm. like if when I set up a show or whatever, it's like I know, damn, like this moment where right. I'm this age, right. this show, right. these people in the room, these artists performing. This show is never gonna happen again. Like right, I right, understand right. that now as a man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to create that experience and that vibe. So like. When my time is done, niggas be able to look back and be like, yo, this nigga's doing this thing, man. Yeah, 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 like, right, right. I fuck with the vibe. Like, yeah. we, I was there. Right. I was there when I it was remember. going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of times, niggas just be doing shows just to be like, oh, I'm rapping. I'm doing a show. <laughs> right, man. right, right, right. It is what it is. Like, nah, create the moment. And that's where you get the fame. Mm-hmm. That's where they buy into yeah. you as a person. Right. And, and right. I think that's the uh, challenge now. Uh, because of where the, the game is now, we know, like, you know, before I think you had to build a certain way for, like, industry companies to get behind you. Right, right. Now you don't have to. You can legit create your own fan base to do, be your own business person. And, and necessarily you be the machine versus having the machine. Right. Um, obviously, it's a lot more hard work. But I think the challenge now is being able. I think if you want to be a great uh, artist, mm-hmm. you got to know how to censor in that, that moment. Right. So you got to know how to make, always make that moment. Uh, the one thing I, I, I listened in that Drake interview when he was talking was mm-hmm. like he, he mastered that. And we always say it, he mastered the moment of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But he knew that was like something that a lot of people wasn't doing. Right. So he do, he does that and he was doing that a lot more. He would give him, uh, I think when he was on, he was talking about like uh, the Kanye West freestyle. Mm-hmm. He said he would do the song. Uh, but then he would do a little extra freestyle on top of it just to, you know what I mean, give him different. But it started making him be like, oh, I don't know if he going to do, what are he going to do this week, this day, or right, right, what are he going right. to do next day? So I think for any up-and-coming artist, it's, if you got something that, if it's a song you do that's vulnerable, mm-hmm. 
I need you vulnerable. And I'm a, I'm a music lover. Right. So for me, it's, I need you vulnerable if it's a vulnerable song. Right. Nigga, I want to feel like, not saying you got to break down the tears, but I want to feel like I can go back to my own vulnerable moments and be like, damn, I, I'm with you. I understand right. that. Uh, if we turn it up, my boy, I need you turn up. You know what I mean? I see a lot of artists go out and they cool with it. And, you know what I mean? It's a turn up song, but they cool. And I'm like, my nigga, right. like, oh, no, you, you got to turn it up. You telling yeah. me to turn up, but you yeah. you performing cool. You, yeah, you, you know what I mean? When, when you are hard, when you coming in on some like Styles P hard ass shit, I want you to be a hard nigga. I ain't saying you got to go in there, do no wild and shit, but right. give that energy like mm-hmm. that's who you are. Like, yo, you don't want to fuck with him. Homeboy, he ain't the one to play with. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. We... It's rare moments we've seen certain artists that carry that energy be on uh, TV doing neg- doing negative things like that. But right. you, they had that energy where you'd be like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna play with him like that." Facts, facts. Uh, so that that's my only advice to artists out there. Like when I'm coming to shows, and if you if you go and make it vulnerable, be vulnerable. Right. I don't give right. a fuck what anybody else saying. Like, because a lot of people capture it more. And like you said, I love that you said that. Uh, uh, everybody. Uh, like the music is a, a emotional moment. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional feeling. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people be like, "Oh, I'm not into this type of music." I'm like, "Yo, is there any music you connecting? You emotional?" So mm-hmm. that's emotional. Moment, Even if it's the right? most gangster it's, it's music, a, it's period, emotional moment. You feel yeah. gangster. You feel Jeezy. Yeah, one of the hardest, hardest niggas, niggas out. Like, right. nigga, that's an emotional, emotional moment. moment. Yeah, right. Facts. And be that. But I, I would just say that, like, embrace that. Embrace those moments because. Uh, I've been to a lot of shows and a lot of shows that come up and be like, oh, this nigga's telling me to turn up, but... He's not really. He's not I feel really like a lot up. of artists really need to engage more with the with the crowd. For sure. But where we are, it's kind of different, though. Like, because oh, you can... I, I, I engage with the crowd, but it seemed like everybody's just like, do I want to engage to look cool or corny? Which one do I want to look yeah. like? You know what I mean? And I don't feel like people want to want to open themselves up sure. and be vulnerable to the artist as well as the artist being For vulnerable. For sure. And I would, I would say you got to carry the energy like, nigga, I'm going to make you... Uh, right. Uh, I'm going to make you like, if I got to dap you up and, and, right. and spit to you to the right. point that you be like, yo, I fuck with you. Right. And it is what it is. But uh, the worst thing you can do is leave it all on the stage because mm-hmm. eventually like somebody going to see that. Mm-hmm. They be like, oh, I want to invest into that. Mm-hmm. I see where he trying to go. I want to invest into that. Mm-hmm. And then later down the road, you know, you might look back and be like, man, niggas wasn't even moving to my shit for real, for real. But, right. you know, but now where person. I'm at, everybody mm-hmm. want me to come here and be, you know, engaging with them. So. And right. as an artist, you also got to identify, like, your vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who you so, are. like, my vibe, I used to... I used to feel some type of way, like, damn, I can't make the, yeah, yeah. I can't get the, ooh, ooh. like, nigga, nigga, spit some shit, nigga, like, ooh, this yeah. nigga killed it. Right. But, like, n- people would be, like, looking at the stage, like, I'd pe- I be performing, niggas be looking at the stage like this, like a zombie, yeah. right? This, but I get this done. Setting, honestly. I get done, and niggas be like, yo, man, that shit you was talking, that shit, I felt that shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... My vibe isn't necessarily to get people to jump around and be like, hey, my vibe is to get everybody in the room to think and listen to what I'm saying. It's in your name, brother. Cool exactly. Davis. Yeah. You have to be cool Davis when you're up there because you talk that shit. But, you know, yeah. now I know. But, you yeah, know, you know like when I, I'm talking about more so when I was younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, as, I, as I matured and got older, yeah, I just I embraced that more and more. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like the shit I'm going to let you hear, uh-huh. like it's it's in that nothing is outside of that vibe. Yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. It's like, 
you know, if I'm going to do a like a party club joint, like it's always going to be like a feature on it mm-hmm. at this point. But it's That's never, be. it's never right. going to be one of them things where I'm like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Like right. I'm about to, I'm about to get the club popping. My name, right, right, nah, right, nigga. I'm about to have you fucking lighting some candles, burning sage, and fucking uh-huh. getting your, doing your taxes yeah. and fucking getting your butt. Right. Fucking, rec- you know, uh, re, re, uh, reconsoling with your with your lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Getting your true. family together. See, I am my kid's father. I talk about them. In fact, exactly. on that joint, I got something called Approval Out on that mixtape. Okay. And that shit's based around, like, me when I was a kid and all the shit I used to do to, uh... Like, when I was younger, when my daughter was first born, I used to do dumbass shit to get money because, like... Mm-hmm. I wasn't a, I wasn't thinking like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean I was like oh, and we bro. young niggas yeah. we trying to figure it out I gotta get this shit right now yeah. so uh, I do dumb shit like you know what I'm saying get myself in trouble but then I realized like alright bro like you gotta chill the fuck out cause at the end of the day she's the one watching you and I got something to prove not to me but to her like you dig what I'm saying and now it's to the point I got something to prove to her and him like you know what I'm saying so it's just constantly got shit to prove to myself and to them yeah. you know what I mean so we are officially at an hour and twenty minutes. Sorry, y'all. No, no, you good. You good. <laughs> Nigga, we nah, did, you know, I try to keep it like if we talk for you know what I mean, like two hours, then I, of course I'm gonna chop it up and get the best of the best. But righteousness, we got an hour and twenty minutes. I think that's pretty good. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else we need to? Go in. Um, was you thinking about something you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I feel like I feel like. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about a lot. I always have a lot running through my mind. Y'all don't want to get me started. Let's but go. My first thing, honestly, is uh, I want everybody to start picking up books and putting your phones and guns down. Because sure. at the end of the day, this shit is poison to us, to our community. And I feel like the black community is the most targeted community. And what a better way to target us with guns and fucking cell phones to distract us from what's really going on. And... I feel like we are, we all need to pick up books. You know what I mean? Whether it's a Bible, whether sure. it's a school book, whether it's a a book that you got from what is that called? Bam! Yeah. Books a million. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like it don't matter where you get the book at. Get an informational book and learn about the world. That way you can learn about yourself. What was That's um, my thing. like? What book impacted you the most? Uh, The Alchemist. That's my shit. How, how did that impact the Alchemist. you? Alchemist. Uh, just reading a story alone on how he went through his uh, his path, how he created his path to be who he was at the end of the story. And at the end of the story was, like, pretty much, to boil it all down, bro fell asleep in, a, uh, in an abandoned, I don't want to, I, I don't, what is it, a manger? I think it was a manger or, like, a farm or some shit. He fell asleep in an abandoned one and had, like, these premonitions to where... Um, when he woke up, there was gold underneath him. And before that, he always would try to be like, yo, what's my path in life? I went to my dad. I tried to go through his religion, and then I walked off on him so I could figure myself out and, and shit like that. Like You know what I mean? And I found, I got a son myself. He ran off on me. You know what I mean? And that pretty much was like, all right, Trevor, you got to find your path, brother. You know what I mean? So that's how that book impacted me. It made me want to find out who the hell I was. At the end of the day, and how to make myself happy, and what I would go through in order to make myself happy, and there's a lot of shit that I see that people go through that I would not put myself through in order just to make me or anyone else around me happy. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much what I got from that. Just like opening my eyes and figuring out what I want to do to make myself happy. You know what I mean? 
Man, that that's powerful. I think I'm definitely gonna look into that book. That's that shit, bro. Alchemist, the Alchemist. It's a deep, powerful book, brother. Yeah, that's like, I get it. Anybody. That because uh, one of my things I'm trying to do now is like uh, have a moment where like uh, I turn everything off mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. TVs to computers to mm-hmm. the phone. Um, so down and and, and the, the other thing I'm trying to roll out is be, go back to more like. Uh, solid like cover books and right not, uh, on my phone mm-hmm. like right now I got like two or three books in my phone right 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 and it's hard to get through them because it's like you're so they on your phone you get a text message you yeah. go to the text you got a lot going on and you're staring at a phone which hurts your eyes yeah, eventually yeah. you know yeah. what I mean so uh, now I'm like alright you know like this year I'm trying to will out like alright let me just get a book mm-hmm. let me go through it that way you know what I mean when I turn everything off let me just sit there and go through Cause right. sometimes when you get a book, you can't even go through the junk because you so you used with your phone next. Yeah, you got everything. You so used to going to every everything else and going everywhere with the the social medias mm-hmm. to whatever uh, any electronic. Then now it's like when you get a book in front of you, like man, it's hard for me to like lock right. in. Um, I so, block myself out of that, social media. That, that yeah. goes into that goes into the uh, my book. Uh, I, I talk about it a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the War of Art. You ever hear that book? Art. Yes, I have. That fucking yes, book is amazing. I just haven't read it yet. I heard of it though. You, you, I you need to read it. That as an artist, I, I, I suggest that to every artist who are you know because you know as artists you have these like you battle with self doubt, you battle with creating right. the right song. Like it's always right, right. a constant. That's crazy because damn, it's, it's crazy. The war of art rather than the art of war. Yeah, that's fire because. Yeah, I'm not right, my fault. Hey, no, no, you go good. Ahead, go ahead. But but it's yeah, talking it's about like how um, it talks about like procrastination, a procrastination. How like you know you want to read a book, mm-hmm. but when you sit down to read a book, that's when everybody want to call you. Yep. that's when everything. That's when everything start happening. Mm-hmm. It's like he he labels that as resistance. Mm-hmm. It's like when I want to record, when I want to work on music. And I come down, it's like my whole family want to come down and they want to, you know, mm-hmm. interact and talk about life yeah. and they need help with something. It's like, right. I can rationalize with it. And that's where, what a lot of us do. Like a lot of us want to be artists or, or you know, athletes or, right, right. Um, or we, we all want to be something, yeah. but most people settle. Right. For for a job or settle for something for security you know, purposes. For, yeah. And it's like that book talks about how yeah, you you use your family to rationalize you not being fully invested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You not being like you not being all in. Like right. you're a warrior. Right. And he he goes into this, you're a warrior when it comes to creating and following your dream. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Facts. To live the life you always wanted to live comes with sacrifices though you're gonna have to face immense resistance and sometimes you know it's family friends sometimes it's women Mm -hmm. sometimes it's sex sex is like the biggest form of 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 affirmation and gratification Mm -hmm. that you can get you know what I mean Mm because when you climax it's like your body it's like it it makes you wanna relax you know what I mean right right like it's like too much of that is taking you off your off your square off your purpose man so that book is is amazing man like I read it I read it like three times and I'm I'm reading it again because you know the more you read it you got it yeah I got it I'll give you the alchemist if you let me see that yeah I'm dead serious. Say no more. Let's get it. <laughs> I have Let's get it. it <laughs> I'll let you use that. If you let me use that, all I need is a week. 
Let's get Honestly, it need three days, but I'll say a week. Oh, man, that's definitely know. a challenge. <laughs> that's a challenge. I'm a reader, brother. Look, that's what I do. I read every book that I got. Because we I swapped them books. That means I got a week to read it. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I got to get on my shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get more in uh, reading just to open my mind up more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh I feel like you don't you don't unlock a certain temple in your mind because you ain't, right. you ain't really uh, you ain't the information that it needs to be feeding. And a lot of times, man, I read something like I read, uh, I read a paragraph or I read a chapter, mm-hmm. and I put the book down and go into thinking. Because, mm-hmm. like, while I'm reading it, it's like I'm reading and trying to digest information, but my right. mind is all over the place. My mind is, like, coming up with new thoughts from what I read. There's a cure for that. Pray before you read. You said pray? Pray before you read. Okay. When you grab your book, grab your book in your hand, hold it. Just say a simple prayer. I pray that whatever I read, I can digest and apply all this information to myself. <laughs> Yo! God bless. God bless. God bless. But yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. Just pray before you read it. Make sure you're holding it in your hand and make sure that whatever powers that be, the good energy, and just pray that you're able to read it and understand it fully and you're able to apply it as you're reading it because a lot of people, like you said, you read and when you're reading, you can't really digest it like you want to because you're so focused on looking at the words and shit. But well, I mean, I'm di- like I, I'm digesting it, but like from when I'm digesting, it's like thoughts are like forming yeah, and creating. Too much and, like, going on. I can apply yeah. it to my life. So sometimes like, I put the book down and just think, think about what I read mm-hmm. and how can I, how I can apply. It. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of niggas who read a million books a year, mm-hmm. but they don't apply shit Nothing. that they read. Nothing. It's like I try whatever I read and, and whatever touch my spirit, mm-hmm. I try to to apply immediately. How mm-hmm. can I apply this? to my life right now mm-hmm. factual well my dog in it the podcast uh <laughs> god bless god bless that's all i can say man mm-hmm. we gonna get into these tracks with you know what i mean travi is bmc travi yeah what's bmc blue money clan okay. Okay, i'm more I so, so uh but that's an umbrella for the blue money company okay mm-hmm. I'm trying to have several things going on, but more so, I'm focused on a business aspect right now. So, there's Blue Money Clan for music. You're going to have a Blue Money crew for moving. We're going to have uh, several things. It's just going to be the Blue Money Company and then everything else umbrellas underneath it. So, that's what BMC is. Really, it's the Blue Money Company. God bless. This is Better Than Before Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. God bless. I never do that, but I wanted to try it and do it live. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, shout out to my boy, BMC Travi. God bless my boy. My apologies that it took so long. I had to make sure the energy was right and and make sure I could give it my undivided attention. Uh, To everybody else that, that listened thus far, hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Darnell, good looking out once again, my boy. Thank you for always being there for your dog. Uh, God bless. See y'all when I see you. <laughs>